0: It's time for the Rich Life Retirement Show, brought to you by retirement professional and Wall Street Journal best-selling author, Bo Henderson. This is the one place committed to helping you navigate all aspects of a successful, meaningful, and fulfilling retirement. Let's get started. Here's Bo Henderson and Bill Main. Yes, back together again. Glad to be spending time with you, Bill Main, Bo Henderson. Bo, you well this morning?
1: I'm doing good, Bill. I'm excited to be here. And let's talk about Living a rich life, retirement, uh, it's football season, it's fall, <laughs> I actually had to wear a fleece this morning. I'm liking this no, time no, of year. I
0: know this is, this is right up your alley, especially with this weather. Okay, so on today's show, we're going to talk about how much can you expect your retirement savings to earn each year. Mm-hmm. Your 401k balance is growing, but the question is, how much of that money will you have to share with your Uncle Sam? Yeah. And with a pension crisis sweeping the country, some say it may be time to talk about bankruptcy Mm, hope not but we'll find out that's all ahead but first i was uh, looking at some news coming out some uh some press releases and i see bo henderson receiving a uh, an award what is the deal here what tell me about this so this is
1: the yeah i just found this out this week well the uh, retirement coaches association and you know we talk about a lot of retirement coaching topics on the show here we talk about uh the non-financial aspects of a successful retirement. And a lot of the stories that I've shared of the disconnect that I've seen when I found somebody that was successful with a financial plan but not successful with retirement. So sure. we have to address these conversations about, hey, I want to be happy and satisfied. I mean, I need to be planning and addressing those things. And you know, I've been doing a lot of work uh, in that field, and that discipline, and that's what retirement coaching is. It's integrating those non-financial lifestyle conversations into the harder – mathematical modeling planning things that we talk about a lot too and it's just been a great group to be a be a part of and I was very excited and, and, actually, and actually surprised uh, they awarded me a catalyst award for doing work and moving the movement forward so it's, it's, really right, now,
0: now this is now don't don't downplay this this is really cool because you're one of four advisors to get the honor and that's a pretty big deal because they don't give it to just anybody, and there are a lot of you guys out there. Right. So, it, you, obviously, you're doing some big things. And, of course, uh, you know, helping, helping the guys to the left and right of you. I always love the uh, everybody helps somebody attitude, and you've always had that attitude. So well, I think that's great.
1: And it's something – I think when we find something that we're – I believe in this, and I see the need for this kind of work because I've been in the trenches for 20 years now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I see the concerns. I see where my industry, the financial planning industry, has failed the consumer – and I'm very passionate about this work. And it's actually when, when people ask me where this is going, I would love to see a retirement coach in every financial planning firm within the next five years. I would love for it to be just as normal for somebody to say, you know what? Hey John, I have a retirement coach, as it would be for you to say. You know what? At the gym, I'm working with a with a physical trainer. Yeah,
0: yeah sure. Yeah, your your retirement, your personal retirement trainer. That's right. That. There, That's there right. you go. Okay. Well, in that regard, you know, you're not just helping those uh, within your industry do what they do better and help people better. You're out there actually helping people, and you've had some events. Do we have more on the calendar coming up for fall?
1: And You know the the exciting thing for me, we did events here in Gainesville this yeah. past week mm-hmm. or this past month. And we had a good turnout. People are showing back up. They're ready to get out. Our next uh, workshops, and this is going to be optimizing your Social Security. Again, we talk about this a lot. It's a big problem for the average person in this country. It's over 40 percent of their retirement income. Yet 96 percent of families do not claim the optimum strategy. And by optimum I'm talking about the strategy where you're going to get the most benefit you're entitled to. Sure. Now there's a disconnect. If I ask ask a group of people, how many people want every penny you're entitled to from the federal government that you paid in across the board? Hands up. Yeah, that's right. But we don't do that. Ninety six percent of people aren't doing that, and it's just usually because of not knowing the rules.
0: Well, you can ask the question: How many of you want all your money back that that you are entitled to? And everybody's going to raise their hand. Right. If you ask the question. How do you get it? Right. Nobody's going to raise it right. because it is a big, thick rule book.
1: Right. And a lot of times those decisions are made in a vacuum, not considering the context of your situation, your income, your expenses, your other assets. And that's what that workshop's going to be. And we're going to be down in Gwinnett the end of this month and, and early next month, the 29th, September 29th. That's a Tuesday. And October 1st, it's a Thursday at 630 p.m. teaching that class. And the exciting thing about that class, Bill, is... I've yet to have one, and we've done over 200 of of this workshop in particular. I've yet to have one where there weren't people in the room that we found money on the table that they were entitled to, and they were able to go claim more money from their benefits. That is
0: fantastic, definitely. And I guess uh, best way to sign up for that website? Yeah, richlifeadvisors.com, and
1: let us know. There will be an events tab, and you can register for that event. Or just call and let the team know at the office that you'd like to attend, 770-249-7424. That's 770 rich
0: Now, I know that you you deal with a lot of the same thing, but in a different context with every client that you work with, because we all want the same thing. We want to have that re- ultimate retirement that we're looking for, but it's different things for different people. But even so, I, along with that, I'm sure there's occasionally like one thing that rides above every, that's the same thing every time. So if you had to put that into just a an overall concept, what are you seeing lately that would be your th- concept of the week? Maybe this week, you're just saying, what's your trend?
1: Yeah. Con, you know, we talk so much about the mathematical component yeah. and we need that yeah, because well,
0: the numbers, the as you say, the math will show the path. Exactly. Oh, you're getting so good with <laughs> it. You're remembering all
1: the, I'm the of getting raises. a tattoo.
0: I'm the, not sure.
1: <laughs> that'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, so 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 we got to pay attention to the math. We have to model. But also I I, what I found is we, we understand with stories and concepts. Uh, it's easier to yeah. get our head around it so that we can implement or or know what we're trying to do. And one of the biggest conversations that comes up that I think helps is this idea of most people in this country, unfortunately, uh, approach retirement planning as reactive, meaning they let retirement happen to them. Not good. And, you know, I think the issue is we're so busy with a career, raising a family and we're just busy people anymore in this, this world today, and that we get to retirement and realize, I haven't spent a lot of time uh, preparing and planning for this transition, and it's a very big transition. And one of the things that's not taught or shared enough is most of what's out there, most of the financial planning firms, most of the industry is set up for accumulating assets. It's an accumulation model. Meaning it's, hey, I'm going to work, I'm going to save, and I'm going to accumulate this pile of assets. Now, what happens when you transition into retirement, we shift from accumulation planning to utilization planning. Now, we've got to take these assets we've accumulated and these puzzle pieces, and we've got to utilize them. We've got to utilize them in the way that's most efficient and effective to last, and that's when we start talking about taxes, what order we draw down things, market risk, income planning, growth planning. And we start putting all those pieces together. So it's kind of a, a rigged deal for a lot of people because you go somewhere to do, quote, unquote, retirement planning. But it's really set up on the wrong model for what the phase of life that you're entering into.
0: Right. You're, and, and I, I love your, your idea of being proactive. Uh, you know, plan your retirement. Don't let your retirement just happen. Right, uh, because that's that's not good. I mean, that can turn out to be a very very bad thing. Well, and it's it's passive or no retirement at all if you're if you're well, not careful.
1: Well, being reactive, the contr- you're giving up control of your retirement and your future when you're mm-hmm. reactive. Yeah. You're letting something else, somebody else, um, determine how things play out. Whereas if I'm proactive and I say, you know, one of the examples I think comes up a lot that uh, it really surprises people. We talk about when a spouse dies. Yeah. Income in the household drops by a third, double whammy, taxes go up. Right. Because you drop from the, the most favorable tax bracket to the least, from, sure. from married jointly to single, your your standard deductions cut in half. And it's not a big mystery. That happens. And we're gonna die at some point. So so the proactive retiree says, you know what? I know that'll happen at some point. Not fun to think about necessarily. No, and I'm
0: not really crazy about it, but it but, is reality. But let's go ahead and have a plan for
1: that. How do we address when that income drops and taxes go up? Are our expenses going to be in a place? Have we planned that that will be okay? Is there another asset we can bring into the picture that will cover that for the surviving spouse? Do we have life insurance? And the nice thing, Bill, is when we have that plan up front, there's a, there's a unique peace of mind that comes with it that says, hey, I've prepared everything I've, I can prepare. I've controlled all the things I can control I'm doing the best I can. That's a really good feeling.
0: Yeah, it is. A, it's a fantastic feeling. It is the Rich Life Retirement Show, and we're glad to have you with us as uh, Bo Henderson hanging out with us today. He's resplendently clad in his Rich Life Advisors fleece because <laughs> it's we're, fall. We're feeling fall coming on for sure, no doubt about it. All right, so let me ask you something. Are you tired of bad news? I know I am. Uh, all ready to ready to sweep 2020 into the dustbin of history and never talk about it again. Could you use some good news for a change? I think we all could. I got it for you. Okay. Morgan House, a behavioral financial expert, tells CNBC that 2021 could be one of the best years economically in the history of the country. Now, the question I have for you is, (laughs) is he right? Is it possible? Could it happen?
1: So we talk about this. I tell people, uh, I know exactly what the market's going to do. It's going to go down and it's going to go up, right? <laughs> I I know that. The, I guarantee
0: that the part. The issue
1: is the timing and are we do we have the strategy now? A properly structured retirement design or retirement strategy that that we talk about a lot, uh, it's going to be the best position you can be in, whether the market goes up for a while longer or whether it takes a big hit. So mm-hmm. so that's the key. So the good news is with as I was looking at that report uh, from from Morgan Housel, Uh, Yeah, there's a good chance. But here's my here's my issue or my caveat. I believe, based on the economy, the things going on, the, the fears around the election, I believe it will get worse before it gets better. So it might be kind of that that might be a true statement, but it might be leaving out that piece that, hey, we might have a severe dip or correction or pullback. And then guess what? When it goes low, we get to a low point there's only one way to go from there you got to go up so to i still think there's another shoe to drop bill for for things to settle out and um for us to get to a place to start building back up again
0: okay so you bring up the election that is a question that a lot of folks have who will be the next president trump or biden everybody seems to have an idea on who they'd like to see Mm -hmm. but let's step out of the partisan part of it and say what's the reality uh how will it affect me either way right
1: yeah, I, I'm, that's a conversation that's coming in almost daily right now is I'm, I'm scared of this election. Um, what do I need to do? How do I need to play it, quote-unquote? And I think the way we need to address it, and, and we kind of hinted at that just a minute ago, is this is the time to be able to answer all those questions. Do I have a retirement strategy? Do I understand it? And do I feel confident in it? Because if we're set up properly, whether the, again, whether the market continues to go up, we're going to be positioned to take advantage of that and part of our strategy if the market goes down and our plan is to retire next year, we'll be positioned to still be able to retire and not change our plan. So the call to action, I guess my my warning is when I hear a lot of fear, it's let's not make fast decisions based on that emotion of fear. Because right. there's some scary things going on right now, and especially this year, it's been crazy. You know? <laughs> so it's been least. like well, a sci-fi novel. Yeah, it really All has.
0: Right? And, and, and I kind of think this goes back to our discussion we had uh, earlier uh, on a previous show where we talked about... Being that poker, playing poker right. and and playing the market or your retirement, related from the standpoint that that poker player has a strategy put out there so that mm-hmm. depending on what the cards tell him or what's in the kitty on the table, he's not going to react emotionally if he has a bad hand. He's already got a plan, so it's just following the plan. So emotions don't derail you. Right, and that's a good
1: warning when I feel emotion that I need to step back. And that, that's when I always, I always point people back to the strategy. And that, that's what we do at Rich Life Advisors. We get focused on that. That's the part where we focus on the math. We focus on the modeling. We focus and say, okay, with the goals you have, the scenario you have, the puzzle pieces of your retirement life you have, how does this need to be How do the ratios need to be shifted for your liquid money that you're going to need, your, your reserve, your liquid money for, for expenses in the near future? What about your income plan? If I need to retire next year, that's my goal and plan. I don't need 100% of my money in the market because I don't want to depend on a paycheck coming from a volatile market right now. Because
0: one month it may be up next month it may be down. Now, if you've been in commission sales, you're used to that. But if you're not, and let's face it, uh, you you don't want to have to predict your retirement based on that. Yeah. This, this month we eat steak. Next month, eh, ramen noodles. That's, That's right. not quite That's not how it. you want to live life <laughs> no. after 30,
1: 40 years of, of
0: working hard. I mean, exactly. Right? Exactly. Do yourself a favor. Uh, Rich Life Advisors, great place to start. Real quick, website, always a great yeah. place to get resources. As we're talking about this strategy, you see
1: the theme. It's, are we doing everything we can control? Do we have that retirement strategy that addresses these things? I almost, may, I almost think of it as a checklist, Bill. Do I have an income plan that's going to make sure it fills my income gaps and allows me to retire with certainty at a certain point in time? Okay. Do I have a growth plan? Do I have a certain part of my assets that I have positioned to outpace inflation and grow for later? Uh, do I have a tax plan? Am I paying attention to how I can mitigate the taxes as I'm pulling this money out? We talk about that all the time. That we we put a lot of time and emphasis on the investments because they're they they they're the fun thing to talk about. But the taxes are going to have more to do yes. than anything on yep. how this turns out. We're going to talk about that in a story in a minute. Uh, healthcare plan: How are we going to address that? Very That's, expensive. That cost is not going to go down. All right, all right. Estate plan: Do I have my 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 basic uh, state planning documents in place, or am I going to put my family in a bad situation in probate or something like that? And then we wrap it all up with a bow. With are we are we designing all of these things? to actually move us towards a well-thought-out life that we want to live in retirement. Now, that's a strategy. If that's something uh, you're saying, you know what? There's a few of those check boxes I need to address. That's what we do at Rich Life Advisors, and you can find out more at richlifeadvisors.com or give me a call at 770-249-7424, that's 770 rich In addition to talking about strategy, I also would just love to hear your questions. I love when we get questions from you, and, and we can sit here and hash out, hey, Hey, Tom in Gillsville had this yeah, great question come sure. up, and, and we love and those. fun. And here's the thing about questions, Bill. That one question we get, there, there's a thousand other listeners that have a similar variation of that question that it helps Certainly out. Certainly
0: do. It's, it's one that everybody will likely have, or a lot of people will have. Okay, so, you know, one of the things that we do on Mornings on Main Street is we have birthdays, and every time I do the birthdays, I like to look back and see what's happened this date way back when. Okay. And uh, it was this week, back in 1965... That America met Asian 86 with the <laughs> premiere of the TV show, of course, Get Smart. Love that show. But when producers offered the role to Don Adams, this is something a lot of folks don't know, they gave him the choice. You can get paid $12,000 a week, which even now is not a bad chunk of change, but 1965? That was huge. But you could do that, or you could take a percentage of the show's profits. He decided to pick the latter, and he says it was the best business decision ever. He ever made that is what I call amazingly fortuitous
1: that Don Adams uh, you know like the crystal ball right? that could
0: have gone bad could have it it could have bombed show could have bombed
1: but I think there is a lesson there too he said you know what I think there's potential in this I believe in it and he delayed gratification a little bit right mm -hmm. I could have a solid paycheck for that time. Or it could do better, and he rolled the dice, and he came out on top.
0: Sure did, you know, especially when with syndication and what have you, that just keeps the, the mailbox money just keeps showing up.
1: It'd be fascinating to actually get a comparison that twelve thousand for the span of that show, yeah, versus what the syndication oh, has been. I'm,
0: I'm sure. I'm sure that we'd see a big change, uh, difference in those numbers. He made the right decision well, for sure.
1: And what's funny too, think about that twelve thousand a week, and I'm sure again, then 1965, that was that was That's solid a chunk money. Of change, man. But today some of these popular sitcoms it's like a million dollars an episode yeah oh yeah most
0: most of your popular shows are getting at least a million an episode. which brings
1: up another lesson that's our inflation at work yeah yeah that's
0: why you have to have a strategy that's right (laughs) exactly why okay so let's look at the end of the end of the stick here the mayor of chicago says that her city has an 800 million dollar shortfall this year with much of that due of course to uh, underfunded pension obligations An opinion piece in The Wall Street Journal saying it's time for the Windy City to consider filing for bankruptcy protection. I'm guessing other cities around the country facing similar problems. I don't know how that would affect pensions specifically, but I guess it wouldn't be in the positive. Uh, are, Are people worried about pension benefits? And if so, is there anything that they can do about that to kind of mitigate that problem if it comes up?
1: Yeah, since 1985, I believe, Bill, there's been over 84,000 pension plans um, done away with in oh, this wow, country. Really? And so, uh, you know, if I if I was if I was teaching a class 20 years ago, a good the majority of the room probably had a pension. If I raise your hand. Now it's it's usually two or three people out of a 30 person group. Uh, so pensions are being done away with, and the reason uh, when, when you talk about a, a defined benefit plan like a pension is. The onus is on the employer, right? They're guaranteeing this formula or this benefit. or, or Sure, yeah. Um, they they, they kind of shifted, and I think for a lot of people, it kind of pulled the wool over their eyes. They shifted to that defined, um, the 401k plan, and the difference with that is now I'm responsible for how much I contribute. I'm responsible for the investment decisions I make, and I think what happened when it happened, we were in a market where everything was just, just blowing it out, doing yeah. good in a good way. So it's like, hey, this is a good deal. I can pick. I'm making twenty percent returns. Sure. But then when time played out, there's also a downside to that over time and averages or down markets yeah. and we're seeing people not prepared. So anyway, the the doing away with pensions, um, I think that's a trend we're gonna continue to see. And even here in this case with Chicago, I think you're gonna see them restructure them. So maybe newer employees are gonna have a completely different pension or they're gonna shift and I see this a lot, they're gonna stop the pension for a new group and move to the 401k. And all that to say is I think that's the reason pensions used to be considered solid as gold. Right. And, yeah, yeah. and dependable. And it's, it's all the more reason that this changing is something outside of our control. So we have to make sure we're maximizing all those other benefits. Like we're saving as much as we can. We're maximizing the social security benefit because hopefully that pension's there for you. But there's always that chance that something could change. I had a person come into a workshop that was a, a Fortune 500 U.S. company um, that, that everybody would know, and he brought in a letter that said, we're doing some reorganization, and your $2,500 pension in two months is going to go to
0: 1459 a month. Hello,
1: wait, hold it. Right, right. And, you, and again, it was very shocking because – I worked my whole life for this pension, and I thought it was solid as gold. And uh, the problem is not that it happened. It's do you think this guy's expenses were set for his, basically his retirement income to drop by half? They no, weren't. no. So things like that happen, and we just want to be aware, put it in a category. There's some things outside of my control in this scenario. Am I controlling those things I can?
0: Yeah. Okay. I've got one for you that, that may be better than gold, apparently. Uh, might be better than uh, than some of these 401 k you're talking about. But I'll let you be the judge. You're the, You're the financial guy. The most unique gift you've ever seen someone give a child. I'm pretty sure it's not as unique as this one. I love this. In England, Pete Robson gave his one-year-old son an 18-year-old bottle of single malt whiskey. Now you think, no, it wasn't for him to drink. Oh, again, not in a baby bottle. No, 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 not in a sippy (laughs) cup or baby bottle, no. He he would buy the bottle. He would put it up. Then on the second birthday, he gave him another bottle of the 18-year-old whiskey and so on and so on. He continued the tradition in each of the next 28 years his son was never allowed to touch any of the bottles this was just something to put back pete spent about six thousand dollars his son recently sold that collection for fifty seven thousand and now assuming that we'd like to give a grandchild some kind of an investment investment type gift could you recommend something that's maybe a little more child friendly than this but along the same lines i mean this is pretty amazing
1: no, that I love this story because a six thousand dollar investment turned into a fifty seven thousand dollar in the in the son is going to put that as a down payment on the house. Isn't right? that amazing? Right? Yeah. Uh, no, I love the concept and it worked out here. Luckily, the son didn't go through some hard times and drank, drank
0: the investment. Right. <laughs> and being twenty twenty, yeah, a lot of folks probably would have. <laughs>
1: uh, but but I like the idea, and I have seen scenarios with clients, and I love this, especially with family with kids or grandkids, where you look for opportunities to be involved. It could be something like uh, a Roth IRA or a 529 plan that you're you're putting putting down for for grandkids or kids and i think just looking for opportunities to teach financial lessons and retirement lessons early because that's one of the big things too that that we really are pushing is, is the financial literacy because a lot of times i think we get to retirement unprepared we never really got lessons along the way not in school not in life very minimal in the workplace maybe if you're lucky
0: yeah, I just had an interview earlier this week with someone who's written a book about just life lessons that we probably should have learned is at home before mm-hmm. we left home. Things like balancing a checkbook, you know, being able to wash your laundry, those sorts of things. And I think this certainly falls into there in a, in a much more larger way.
1: You know what I like about this, too, this story in particular? By it being it's something unique, it's a great story, and it's a great memory. And yeah. I'm sure this son is going to tell the rest of his life.
0: Yeah, yeah, creates creates a memory for sure. Well, we have about two minutes left here. I don't want to give short shrift to this, but I did want to ask you, uh, you know, when you talk about retirement, and we've been talking about Uncle Sam, 401Ks and your tax strategy, and you know, one thing is inflation, but a lot of folks don't think about taxes. We've touched on that a little bit. So just kind of give us your thoughts in that regard. What should we be thinking about, and how should we approach that? Because we can't predict it other than it's probably going to go up.
1: Yeah, we need to know when we're when we're uh, projecting into the future our retirement accounts. We need to know the impact on taxes. You've got a partner in four hundred and one k's, IRAs, those pre-tax retirement assets, which most assets are in in right. this in this country. Uh, I had a guy mad at me, Bill, one time. I was doing his asset sheet, and, and his four hundred and one k. I took about twenty percent out of it and and pulled it out off of his off of his asset, and he said, "Why?" I'm I'm very proud of this net worth. Yeah, and I said that's the money you're going to owe Uncle Sam. So you really don't own that money. That it, you have a partner in that. So I think the news there is uh, let's be aware of that, so it's not a surprise. And also, it might be a call to action. Hey, do I have a window of time where I can work on some Roth conversion strategies to potentially move some of that pre-tax money to that that tax-free Roth over time so that I'm putting myself in a better position and my net worth is truly that number versus that number minus Uncle Sam's
0: cut. Being realistic and having a realistic picture, that's what it's all about. That's why we get together every week on Sundays to talk about Rich Life Retirement. Bo, how do we get in touch with you You and get set up for some of the seminars coming up?
1: Check out what we have going on at richlifeadvisors.com and give me a call at 770-249-7424. That's 770 249 rich.
0: All right, Bo, enjoyed it once again, looking good in the fleece. Uh, (laughs) Let's just hope we don't have to get any heavier dress between now and the next time we get together. But in the meantime, be well, my friend. Good to see you. See you soon. If you have specific retirement questions or would like to know more about Rich Life Advisors, go to richlifeadvisors.com or call 770-249-7424. That's 770-249-RICH. Rich Life Advisors LLC provides investment advisory services through formula folios. Bo Henderson is a licensed insurance agent in Georgia.